0: This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions that will come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. So good. Okay, here we go. So then I'm very excited to introduce you to Bonnie Low and how are you doing, Bonnie? And where are you hanging out right now?
1: I am great. Thanks for having me, Uva. I'm in Punta Florida, which is northeast Florida.
0: Well, you have my I'm jealousy. Try so. to
1: keep warm <laughs> down okay. here.
0: Yeah. I don't I, know. I, I just said, you know, you have my jealousy because of the weather. <laughs> That's all good. <laughs> Fantastic. TEDx speaker and author Bonnie lowe Cramen is committed to empowering the staff of the world through the building of respectful business partnerships. She works to end workplace bullying and to closing the wage. I think your mission to tackling the burning issues impacting the humans of our workplace every day, I think it's just remarkable. Again, very thankful I can talk to you today, Bonnie.
1: Well, thanks for having me. These are important issues and that's why I say yes to these invitations to talk more about it.
0: Oh, I love that you say yes too. And I can absolutely feel your passion for that. So let's dive right in. So who's your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face?
1: Yeah, my ideal client are the leaders of the world who recognize that there are aspects of the workplace that are broken and that they cannot fix them alone and that they recognize the value of having strong support staff by their side, namely the executive assistants of the world, the 95 to 97% female group, Mm -hmm. professional people who are supporting the leaders of the world and um, and they recognize that to have a, a fully leveraged executive assistant will help them save time and take full advantage of the 24 hours they get every day. And the smart leaders recognize that. Those are my ideal clients because they're mm-hmm. looking to do that better in this post-pandemic world we're in.
0: Do you think the challenges have changed since uh, uh, the pandemic for these leaders?
1: 100% well, I mean, Of course
0: they have, but I mean, yeah. what specifically
1: is... Well, specifically pre-pandemic, the leaders of the world were getting their business degrees from colleges and they did not have classes in schools, in colleges, called how to manage people. Hmm. And in the post-pandemic world... They especially, these colleges did not have any classes that said how to manage a workforce that's partly in the office, partly at home, and partly a mix of both. Mm. So the leaders of the world, they may be very talented in economics and finance and, and you know, global structures. But when it comes to managing the humans, mm. there is a deficit and there is a need to do it better, even in the land of all these robots and AI and uh, and and technology, so as long as the humans are still in charge, there is going to be a need to manage them properly.
0: Well, speaking of humans, so, and I love that you highlight, uh, you know, them as well, and. Uh, you know, the last time I checked, we're all still humans, right? <laughs> so we're, we're talking, we're real people right now. So what in your experience, what are common mistakes your clients make when uh, trying to solve these challenges?
1: Two major mistakes. One is assuming, making too many assumptions that their staff somehow are mind readers and can understand what is it that they're wanting as priorities. Mistake number 2 is not giving their staff enough one-on-one access to them. That that leaders sometimes think, well, I'm going to save time if I don't meet with my staff, but I meet with clients and and be involved with business development, what they don't understand is giving their staff, you know, even a half an hour, 15 minutes a day to catch up with each other really pays off exponentially
0: so it's about the human connection again so that's Uh, indeed yes it is wonderful so before i ask bonnie what is one valuable free action that our audience can easily implement let me quickly say something here to our audience if you are enjoying the show so far please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show thank you in advance for Mm -hmm. spreading the word so bonnie what is one valuable free action that our audience can have so
1: simple it's so simple uva it's yeah. talk to them yeah. talk to your staff when you think that that employees are painstakingly hired you know they're they're recruited and they're sought after and a lot of time and energy and money is spent hiring people so talk to them they are a key Set of people to help fix what's broken in the workplace. Mm. Too often, leaders feel that they need to solve everything alone. And that, I mean, it, that's the reason they have staff in the first place is to utilize mm. them as resources. Simply talk to them one on one, and the benefits will be clearly apparent. Yeah,
0: it's so simple sometimes, but it's a very good reminder and a too often a necessary reminder, right? <laughs>
1: Well, and it's become a little harder, uh, Mm -hmm. in some cases quite a bit harder, because sometimes leaders are thousands of miles from their staff. You know, you and I are thousands of miles apart right now. We're communicating on a webcam. Difficult conversations were hard enough pre-pandemic when you're in a room together. Never Mm. mind who trained anybody to have tricky conversations staring into a camera. Mm. Like, that doesn't happen naturally. You know, and, and everybody had to do it in like minutes.
0: I, I totally understand, and 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 thank you for 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 sharing that perspe- perspective because it helps me also just to to uh, to value the importance of these conversations. You know, I'm you know, we are, most of us are used to to sit in front of cameras right now, but I'm working with my clients since 2008 and uh, started very early on with with online coaching and so on. And I never had for myself the problem to connect with them mm-hmm. uh, online, but I I can I, I I had many clients who had kind of like difficulties at the beginning of that, so it took some time really to get to know them and talk to them and create the trust that you need. And of course, everybody should do that. So it's a it's a very good reminder. So thank you for that, Bonnie. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate that, Bonnie. I want to give you also the platform. Uh, to share where people can find you, but also what is one valuable free resource that you can direct people to that will help with that, but also in a broader sense.
1: Yeah, I am a writer first and foremost, and I LinkedIn is the place where I post daily. I mm-hmm. post a lot of articles. I've written dozens and dozens of articles about the workplace, about what I view and what I hear as the burning issues of our workplace. And as you said in my intro, I care deeply about workplace bullying and, and the wage gap because those are the issues that are front of mind for staff. And if staff are very busy being preoccupied by how are they going to pay their bills or or the intimidation that they're experiencing, you cannot expect great productivity from a person like that who is so preoccupied with worry and concern um, so follow me on LinkedIn. It's a free resource. And mm-hmm. I I believe that if you care about the issues of our workplace, that you will find um, content of value there.
0: I cannot recommend this more because uh, you're amazing, Bonnie. You're doing amazing uh, works in so many years, and I really appreciate you. So thank you for sharing. Of course, we put everything in the show notes so folks can i follow you (laughs) on your journey and mission. I hope so. so. Absolutely. (laughs) And so, Bonnie, what's the one question I should have asked you that would be of great value to our audience?
1: I thought about this. You could ask me what concerns me most about the current workplace and what excites Mm. me most about the current workplace.
0: Do you want to share?
1: (laughs) What concerns me Mm -hmm. is that There's too much fear in the workplace. Mm -hmm. There's too much fear to speak truth to power. And there has always been that fear, but it's even more so in this Mm -hmm. uncertain time in the post-pandemic world. And we have leaders who are perhaps thousands of miles away from their staff. And so if staff do not feel safe to say what's really happening, then my concern is that leaders are very busy making significant decisions based on incomplete information mm. that's my worry and mm-hmm. that that people are afraid to be the messenger and that they're not getting it and when i go into my workshops like this is not just hearsay this is mm-hmm. not theory this is so i spend my life in rooms virtual rooms and in-person rooms of executive assistants who tell me in no uncertain terms that they believe that their leaders are not getting the full information about what is really Mm -hmm. happening. And that's Mm -hmm. dangerous. I think what excites me Mm -hmm. is in our classes, we have an age range that goes from 20 somethings up into 60 somethings. And rather than be in conflict with each other. What I see is a hunger and appetite to be collaborative and cooperative with each other, that they see that they all possess subject matter expertise that can be utilized and activated for the benefit of their own careers and for the workplace. And I'm particularly excited by the young people who are in my workshops, who, who get it, who see what's possible and contrary to popular belief, they 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 also even the twenty and thirty something see the value of being in rooms together. They don't hmm. want to spend their life on webcams either.
0: Well, thank you for sharing. I'm I'm really excited what what you just shared. and I feel uh, it's uh, and you know shining a light on uh, these yeah. uh, uh, amazing assistants, executive assistants, and uh yeah, the passion to to. To help them to collaborate and to, to really thrive in what they do. I think it's, again, it's very remarkable. So thank, thank you. you for sharing that.
1: The staff inside. of the world is deserving, Uva. Yeah. They're deserving that they, you know, I wrote this book, Staff Matters. Well, it's probably backwards now here. Um, <laughs> it's 400 pages and I, it took seven years to write because I hmm. wanted to share the stories of all the staff. In the pages mm. of these books, in this book, not only the leaders, but the the assistants, the HR professionals, the recruiters, and even the business school professors in order to have like a, a written conversation about what's really going on. And that's, mm. you know, where I'm telling you staff is afraid to speak up. I'm telling you I'm not afraid to speak up because... Mm. We, that's the only way leaders are going to know what's really going on.
0: I'm glad you did write the book. So of course we put the the book also in the show notes. So check it out because staff matters. So Bonnie, this brings me already to my final question for today. It's a personal one. When was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why?
1: Well, I did something a couple of weeks ago that I've never done before. It happened with my 35-year-old son, Adam. I often get asked to be interviewed on podcasts about the subject of bullying, workplace Mm. bullying, and I was asked, again, to do one. Only this time, the podcast was called Parenting 411, and it was about home life, everything about being a parent, and. I was married to a bully for a long Mm -hmm. time and my son was therefore raised by a bully Mm -hmm. and I thought that it would be the time, the time would be right to do an interview together on the subject of home bullies Mm -hmm. and workplace bullies because if if a person is one of those things, chances are they're both of those things. And Adam is now a father of two daughters. So it was, it gave me goosebumps to listen to him. So articulately uh, express what that experience was like. And Mm -hmm. I think not only was it cathartic for the two of us, but the reason to do it was to help others. And, and Mm -hmm. the idea that he, Sees that I don't, I don't think you hear these stories too often from a grown man who's willing to share so honestly about that. And, um, it's too, it's a huge problem. So, mm. um, I'm very proud of him and it gave me goosebumps to, to see how far we both come, but it's, you know, far too many families are dealing with this issue and it's, and in my, my senses, it's not being discussed enough.
0: Mm. You're absolutely right. It's not been discussed enough. So thank you for highlighting this uh, uh, amazing goosebumps moment and also for allowing us to experience the goosebumps with you together Mm -hmm. here. So thank you, Bonnie, for this amazing goosebumps moment. And also thank you for our conversation. It was a pleasure talking to you and appreciate very much the knowledge insights you shared with us today.
1: Thank you so much for the opportunity.
0: Thank you. It was my pleasure.